Stop what you're doing. Are you frustrated because you feel like you're not performing at the level that you know you're absolutely capable of? Are you feeling anxious and not taking action because of fear? Are you sick and tired of feeling stuck? Then this program is a fit for you. Hi, I'm Kimmy Ader, Peak Performance Coach, and I've had well over 25 years of coaching sessions with high performers just like you who want to take their life and their performance to the next level. I've created a step-by-step process that takes you from A to Z from our self-assessment strategy roadmap to our breakthrough release blueprint. I've helped people from all walks of life, and I can absolutely help you. So if you're feeling anxious, frustrated, or stuck, and you're not performing at your peak, unlock your life now and perform at your peak. Go to unlockyourlifecoach.com and set a time with me for a complimentary strategy session. Unlockyourlifecoach.com and unlock your life now. Welcome to the tribe. El Gringo Hot Sauce Tried and True. Made for those heat aficionados and sagacious connoisseurs that like their palates tantalized. Hot Sauce made for you, the common man, but also the sophisticated. Made in small batches and slow roasted to give you that sense of nostalgia you get when eating home-cooked meals, while also that gourmet flavor and consistency you find at a five-star restaurant. Bottom line is, we love what we do. We hope you enjoy our infectiously superb fruit-infused hot sauce. Bold with flavor, just the perfect amount of heat. Go forth bravely and share some sauce. El Gringo, can you take the heat? Go to elgringohotsauce.com and place your order today. That's elgringohotsauce.com, San Diego's best hot sauce. Welcome to the Take Your Power Back show with Peak Performance Breakthrough Coach, Kim Yader. Today's empowering program will encourage you to step into your power, to take action in your leadership, and allow your voice to be heard. Listen in today as we speak to other freedom-loving Americans that are making a positive impact in the world by standing in truth amid adversity. Learn how to take your power back in your freedom, in your personal and professional life, in technology and creativity, and in your faith. Be inspired. Be encouraged. Be transformed. Together, let's take your power back with our host, Peak Performance Breakthrough Coach, Kim Yader. Well, hello there, my freedom-loving patriots. Welcome to Take Your Power Back. I'm your host, Peak Performance Breakthrough Master Coach, Kim Yader. Today's empowering program will encourage you to step into your power and take action in your leadership and allow your voice to be heard. And you, again, are in for a most special treat. We've got two incredible guests today. We have with us today Omega Dynamics author and warrior, Jamie Walden, and host of the Common Sense Show, Dave Hodges. Let's welcome our first guest up, Mr. Jamie Walden in from Colorado. Hello, Jamie. Welcome to Take Your Power Back. Hey, Kim. Thanks for having me on. It's awesome getting to meet with you on the air. It is an absolute privilege to have you here, Jamie. And I want our audience just to learn a little bit more about you, because what you're about to bring in the house today, if you're in the car, make sure that seatbelt's on, because you are about to be moved 
into action with what Jamie's going to share today. A little bit of background about Jamie Walden. Jamie is a Marine Corps infantry sergeant, police officer, firefighter, paramedic specialist, tactical medic and disaster response specialist turned missionary, researcher, and author. His willingness to seize the adventure du jour and tenacious pursuit of truth have forged powerfully refreshing insights for today's Christian church. His experience and zeal for Christ have impassioned him to strengthen, equip, and challenge a warrior class of Christians to arise and take their place as victors in this generation. Jamie, you blow me away. We had the privilege of meeting in Dallas at Hear the Watchman. Was that amazing? Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great time for sure. It was a great time. There's so many things that I'm thinking, Jamie. I mean, we could talk about everything that's going on. You and I had a little bit of pre-talk this morning, and I really wanted to land a couple of things. I think I want our audience to know just what was it that caused you to go from, you know, being a Marine Corps infantry sergeant, a police officer, the firefighter, paramedic specialist, tactical medic, disaster response specialist, to a missionary, researcher, and author. That's a big swing of the pendulum. Tell us a little bit more about (laughs) that choice. Yeah, no, absolutely it is. Um, in uh, 2014, so I, I, I did the Marine Corps, uh, got out, went to college, got the degree, did the thing, you know, summa cum laude, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I uh, worked with the U.S. Marshals for a little bit. I uh, was a street cop, switched over, got my paramedic so I could do a tactical EMS, so I could be a, a firefighter, a paramedic, and still be a, on a SWAT team and do uh, law enforcement with tactical EMS. And Ended up being on a full-time uh, paid fire department just west of Chicago and um, got on a technical rescue team and all, whatever, you know, just do, doing stuff, doing life. And um, in 2014, you know, it's it kind of where things started shifting as I was, uh, you know, watching the daily news feeds and in tune alternative media as our uh, brothers and sisters, Christians, brothers and sisters being marched down in their orange jumpsuits being beheaded for the message of the cross by the CIA proxy group of ISIS, which if most people aren't informed, that was full on U.S. proxy. Uh, that had nothing to do with uh, theocracy or radicalized Islam. That was a full on uh, CIA operation to do a cleansing of the Levant, as they say, and also preposition weapons for um, future proxy wars. So anyways, I digress. And uh, yeah, That's and so important I, to know, have, so thank it, you. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, because I, you know, as I'm, I'm sitting there in, in righteous indignation, knowing that it's our own government that is systematically purging the Middle East of Christianity, all the all the longest uh, church plants, you know, from the Book of Acts, and it was a systematic blood cleansing. It's all related to all the occultic undertones of CIA and other different organizations within our our uh, government, which most people, again, don't know that CIA is not government. That's a private corporation. Um, it has no affiliation with the U.S. government whatsoever. They're a for-hire private corporation for profit. And uh, so um, anyways, it was watching that and uh, watching our brothers and sisters be beheaded, and I was just tormented in my spirit by it. And one day I came home from duty on the fire department and just praying like, Lord, you got to do something. You got to do something over there. You got to show up. And and uh, it said, just prayed that the Lord would raise up godly men or women to go over there and stand in the gap on behalf of our brothers and sisters. And I, I should have known that I should have never prayed that because all I heard uh, plain as day in my spirit was like, 
was literally the word well well that's all i heard and uh so i, I went into a wrestling match with the holy spirit for a couple of days and couldn't deny that i was supposed to go over there and and uh you know with the blessing of my wife and the lord working on her heart i went back to iraq freelance uh alone flew into the last open airport in iraq that was being surrounded by isis at the time and went and uh you know purchased some ak's out of the trunk of a car and said where are the christians at i'm here to i'm here to protect them and defend them and um yeah within a short amount of time the lord did something radical you know i went over there in my own understanding with my background just thinking i was going to do this thing but the lord always does immeasurably more than we could even ask or conceive of and Mm -hmm. so within a few short days uh by then i met up with some other missionaries that were over there and had uh you know another marine guy i met up with and and we had some interpreters but anyways it's hard to condense this because it's so deep but we ended up in what would be the the white house of the kurdistan with the vice president of kurdistan with the whole cabinet of kurdistan and we were told to to give and give the explanation for why we were in their country and uh just as the word says when you're brought before the great men and, and the governors and the leaders don't hear what to say ahead of That's time. Right. Uh, we just looked at each other and I said, we're here in the name of Jesus Christ because the love of Christ compels us to fight against all the evil and to fight for our brothers and sisters who are being massacred. And with, with little hesitation, this is the vice president of a predominantly minority sect of Islam nation said, well, then it's time our nation begins worshiping this Jesus Christ as well, too. What do you need? Let, so let that land on, for a second turning. because my I got chills throughout yeah. my body. That is powerful. <laughs> you taking that oh, stand and entrusting yourself to God, Jamie. Yeah, well, this life's not our own. You know, anybody who's in Christ, like you're dead to self, you're alive in Christ. And you shouldn't love your life so much as you're afraid to lose it because it's hidden in Christ. So, you know, this is this is the posture of the warrior redeeming the Lord that does overcome everything. That is actually more than a conqueror. These aren't just facetious, even jellyfish, you know, seeker friendly um, Christianese that are emotionally predatory, which is what they've been reduced to. This is the powerful immutable truth of an identity rooted in Christ alone. And especially with the stuff burgeoning on a scene and the, all the machinations of the global elite, the Luciferian elite, right. And all this, uh, uh, breaking out on the scene of, of what we see as, as prophetic scriptures, you know, in eschatology is it, there is those who will overcome and they overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they do not fear their life so much as they're afraid to lose it. They overcome because they have a their God. And, you know, as we're told in Daniel eleven thirty two that those who know their God will be strong and go forth and do exploits, or as it translates in the original Greek, daring feats of valor. And so there's this juxtaposition of this apostate, lawless church that's touting itself as the church, and then the authentic church where the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Mm. And what we see going on right now is the sifting occurring, taking place. I keep telling people, do not shrink back from the divisions that are being made. Come on. They are right divisions by the Lord. The Lord is the one who divides. The Lord, can calamity come upon the nation unless the Lord has decreed it? No. The Lord is the one who brings calamities, and the Lord is the one who sends the strong delusions. So, you know, I keep trying to counsel people, quit fighting against what the Lord is doing. It's uncomfortable. 
there's mourning in it, there's loss, there's lament, there's woe, there's consternations and perplexities that abound in the midst of it, but don't shriek back from it. The Lord is doing something. He is rightly dividing. He is distinguishing. He is sifting. He is separating. He is sending the delusions. It's insane. Have you seen Seattle? It's freaking nuts. It is. Like our government is insane. The reprobates are insane. The perversity is insane. And it's like, don't go, oh, the powers of darkness are doing it. No, they're not. God did it. He sends the strong delusion. Why? Because they loved not the truth. See, it's not that they don't know the truth. They just don't love it. That's mm-hmm. Romans 1. That's Second Thessalonians 2. Come on, Jamie. So <clears throat> we need to quit dealing with people as if they're simply ignorant. They are not ignorant. The radical left does not need to be educated about the, the virtues and the altruism of capitalism and of morality and of a nuclear family and of not murdering your own baby. Mm. They don't need to be educated on that. They don't need to be informed. They are stinking delusional. And coming from being a street cop, you deal with somebody who's delusional completely different than you deal with somebody who's ignorant. Come Ignorance on, I- can be educated. Delusions, de- delusions just got to be managed. Because yes. there's... there's there's no, amount of, there's no amount of objectivity, empirical data, rational, logic, morality. What are you going to appeal to to these people? What are you going to appeal to the, to, the, to the left and to anybody who even remotely leans Democratic? I mean, you, you see what they represent, right? Like, what fellowship is there between light and darkness? That's right. Let's hang right the there. In the cup of Christ. Hang right there. Because yeah. I, I want to share an excerpt from your book, Omega Dynamics. And you say prepare to march. And this is so powerful. It says, we are at war. It is a savage campaign being waged against the hearts, minds, and souls of mankind as laid out from Genesis to Revelation. And it is rapidly approaching its prophesied convergent zenith. Standing on the front lines amid the fray of battle are the redeemed sons and daughters of Christ Jesus. As such, our true and better commander-in-chief, the Lord Almighty, has sounded the battle cry that a warrior class of Christians arise. They are among those who intimately know the captain of their salvation and who advance his kingdom in valorous omega dynamics. The powerful and effectual actions of the redeemed of the Lord victoriously go forth in the end of the age. That's Daniel. Jamie, tell us about this savage campaign. That's being warged yeah. against the hearts, minds, and soul of mankind right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's intensive. It's asymmetric warfare, you know, and again, it contexts everything. And, it, and this goes back to the apostasy uh, of the church, right? And this church growth model that's been born out and, and all, all the secret doctrines the demons bring the way of truth and the disrepute is we don't understand the context that from Genesis 1-1, when it says the world was without form and void, and the Hebrew, that's tohu and bohu, that that presupposes warfare. That, and the Lord stood over the waters of the deep. That, that is speaking to the rebellion, the initial rebellion in heaven. See, the rebellion occurred before God created humanity. Humanity, God created as, as a response, as a finger and an eye to the rebels, to Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call them, and a third of the angels that rejected the glory of God, having known them in full, right? And so from Genesis 1-1, all the way to Revelation 21, where it says, and the rider on the white horse, whose name is Faithful and True, rides out to make war. Everything in between is the context of war. That's why God identifies himself primarily and initially as the Lord of the heavens armies. That, that should tell you the nature of what's going on, right? In ways we don't understand. That's why Christ Jesus 
It says the Son of Man was made manifest for this reason, First John 3, that he might destroy the works of the evil one. So that's why he was made manifest, to make war. And when you see him again, you're going to see him making war. And you think I came to bring peace. No, I came to bring a sword, right? Like I came to make war for you out from authentic love, from a warrior spirit, because warriors do what they do, not for a bloodlust and not for the, the, uh, the vain, glorious exaltation of the people. Warriors do what they do from an authentic love. That's why they sacrifice. That's why they sweat. That's why mm. they bleed. That's why they lay down their lives for a people who could care less. That's why Christ Jesus, the true and better warrior, is the originator in the fulfillment of the axiom that no greater love is there than this, mm. that a man would lay down his life for his friends. Mm. And you are my friends if, it's the big if that the church doesn't want to talk about, and you are my friends if you obey my commands. So, so you see this. The, the reality and the nature of this warfare is huge. Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity, which means bitter rancor or forcible warfare between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. It is war. It is war at a level that most people can't even conceive. It is genetic warfare. What do you think is going on with mRNA vaccination? What do you think was going on in the days of Noah when it says, and all flesh was corrupted in those days? Because they know that the Savior was coming through the seed of woman. Christ Jesus got veiled in flesh. And he was going to die uh, in our place. And he was going to become sin itself that we might become the righteousness of God. So, like, here the powers of darkness are, right, limited. They're not omniscient. They're not omnipresent. They're going, what do we do? We know this prophecy. We don't know how it's going to come and when it's going to come. Just scorched earth policy. Burn it all. Ruin it all. Paint all the genetics. Kill all the babies. Do whatever. It sound familiar? Does it sound familiar? Mm. Before every great move of the Lord, this is what the powers of darkness do. They wholesale slaughter the children, and they try to taint literally the genetic created image of God in you. That's how savage the warfare is. So everything is, is through that macro battlefield perspective. You can't get lost in the weeds in the trenches and not understand the greater battlefield perspective. Every ounce of our media to our financial systems, to our, our, uh, our, our cultural um, ebbs and flows to the social engineering that's going on right now, to the, the apostasy within the church, the reduction of the word and of the gospel and of the truth, to the destruction of the nuclear family, to the rise of communism, which, by the way, Karl Marx was full on a Luciferian. He says it in his writing, he's worshiping Lucifer. So wherever you hear Marxism, communism, or progressive, or liberalism, that equals Luciferianism. There's no way around it. That's just what it is. Mm. There's, there's, there's no gray area in this cosmic warfare. There's only one shade of glory. So it's light and dark, right? Like, yes. And lightness and dark and light ha- can have no fellowship. No fellowship at And all. righteousness can have zero fellowship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, everything is, has to be known and understood through this lens of this greater cosmic warfare. And then you can begin to understand why does China own our national parks? Why did China buy the Grand Canyon? Why does China have armored brigades on Vancouver Island? Why does Trudeau just say that he can bring in Chinese troops? He's bringing in Chinese troops so they can secure their assets. Why is there a Chinese general who bought 200 square miles of Texas and put in a heavy lift military runway runway right next to an Air Force base 
in South Texas? Why does China own every single one of our media organizations? Why does China own Hollywood? Why does China own Manhattan Island, which literally houses our financial district? Why is it that the, the virus came out of Wuhan, China, who our NIH was working with? Like, how, how is this? You can't get, unless you have the bigger context, and you, and you don't have the biblical worldview, you can't have an understanding for what's going on. And through the Cloward and Piven strategy, which was the Stanford psychologist, they coined this word, knowing how to fracture a global collective consciousness through constant trauma-based mind control mm-hmm. to where you can't even put the pieces together anymore because it's so constant and consistent and perverse and radical that we just go, la-di-da, as long as I can uh, watch YouTube and get my orange that's mocha good. frappuccino. That's a Zoolander quote, by the way. Like, <laughs> if, as long as I can get that, I'm good to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, uh, it, well, it doesn't really affect me. And sure, Antifa BLM, but that doesn't affect me. Yeah, January 6th. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, insurrectionists. Yeah, they were insurrectionists. By the way, I was there on January 6th. Tell me more. I was on the top step of the Capitol building on January 6th. I saved two Capitol Police officers' lives on January 6th. Mm. And I also watched the buses pull up and all these soy boy, effeminate guys looking like LARPers dressed in their cheesy little military clothing get off the buses, make eye contact with one another, don their gas mask, and start the riot. I watched it. And then I also watched the Capitol Police chief give a stand-down order, and I watched all the people be let into the Capitol building. So... Anyways, I digress. Wow, I just say that wow, say and wow. That without, <laughs> yeah. And I just say that to say without context, we don't understand the savagery of the warfare. It's not coming, it's here, mm-hmm. it's now, it's real time. Mm-hmm. And we have to get our houses in order because there, there's, um, America is so reprobate um, at large. Not, not everybody, obviously, but as an institution, it is so reprobate and without any form of rule of law. Listen to how lawless we are. We say boys are girls and girls are boys and men can have babies and women can whatever, have genitalia. Like, you, we are so lawless. We even defy God's created laws of biology. Like, mm-hmm. does everybody understand this is open warfare? Does everybody understand why the LGBT chose the rainbow as their symbol of defiance and open rebellion? Does everybody understand that they changed it from seven, God's number of perfection and love and completion and holiness, to six colors, which is the number of lawlessness and rebellion? Does everybody understand why the the women of the LGBT movement instantly chop off all their hair and they they bare their chest in parades? Because, see, God said the hair is the glory of a woman, so they Mm -hmm. cut it off. God said you clothe your nakedness to hide your shame, so they want to rip it off, right? Everything is warfare. It's open war against the Most High God. So, Jamie, you know how who, how do we oh, how do we? No, this is so good, so good. How do we, the people, we the Christians, how do we take our power back? I get it. It's seeing the context through the lens of biblical, of what the Bible teaches, right? So now, what action steps can we take? The moms, the dads, the business owners, the professionals, the entrepreneurs, those here in our country right now, what can we do to take our power back, have our voices heard, and step into our leadership? Yeah, you have to, that's a great question. And the answer is simple but difficult, is you have to completely diverge from the system that you've been ingrained in completely that you have to, 
you have to live so radically different, not isolated, not, not like a, an isolationist. You have to be you, your life and your focus and your eyesight and a kingdom mindset and attunement to e- eternal uh, rewards and eternal glory that far outweighs everything on this earth lives so radically different that you have counted the cost of being all in for the kingdom of God through his son, Jesus Christ, and the kingdom of light, and so undone by the word of the Lord and the fact that you were, you were uh, once not a son or daughter, and now he calls you friend and you're adopted in the co-heir of Christ Jesus, so undone that you literally forsake it all. You forsake it all. You forsake the validation of men because you only desire the validation of the most high God. Come on, Jamie. We're going to hang right there, and we're going to pull you back in with Dave Hodges in just a few minutes. But before that, I want people to know how they can reach you specifically and how they can learn about Basecamp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You can reach me at omegadynamics.org or calicobuffalobasecamp.com. So we we currently are uh, in the middle of remodeling and retrofitting a camp in southwest Colorado outside Durango. We're our uh, desire is to equip and train families to be resilient and to magnify the Lord in this generation. Amen. So Come on, Jamie Walden. You stand by, and we're going to be back in just a moment. We're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors who make our show possible. When we return, Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show, will be joining us at Take Your Power Back. All righty, here we go. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Then tap into Patriot Mike Lindale's MyPillow Complete Mattress Sleep System. I love mine. Two free MyPillows, one set of dream bed sheets, and free shipping. Save 66% on MyPillow products when you go to MyPillow.com promo code KIM. That's MyPillow.com promo code KIM. Thank you, Mike Lindell. We are honored to have you as one of our sponsors. And our next sponsor up is Peak Performance Patriot Shopping Club. If you're tired of shopping at the big box retailers that have absolutely no interest in your wellness, and you want to shore up your immune system as well as your finances, then make the switch to a Patriot manufacturer where products are made here in America with the best of science and nature. These products are safer, they're better, they're less expensive, and you're going to save 30 to 50% every time you shop. Go today to Peak Performance Patriot Shop, Shopping Club.com. That's Peak Performance Patriot Shopping Club.com for your virtual tour. Our next sponsor up, San Diego Bay Adventures. Imagine this. Fourth of July, you had 12 jet skis manned with freedom-loving patriots flying the flag across big San Diego Bay. That was us with San Diego Bay Adventures standing in freedom, declaring freedom, activating freedom in, pe- freedom in people. San Diego Bay Adventures, we love you, Gail and Bruce Dedham. San Diego Bay Adventures is your place for fun. Jet ski rentals, kayaks, and paddle boards located on the big San Diego Bay. Arrive as a guest and leave as family. Go to San Diego, San Diego Bay adventures.com and join the fun. That's San Diego Bay Adventures.com. And our next sponsor that I just really want to honor for their courage is Public Square. 
If you haven't heard of Public Square, welcome. I'm so glad you're hearing about them right now. If you're looking for the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses the nation has ever seen, Public Square is the first app to connect to freedom-loving Americans with a local community with the businesses that share your values. Whether it's a restaurant that goes from farm to table, a coffee shop that took a stand against the mandates, Public Square is your guide. You can download the app when you go to Take Your Power Back. Show.com. You'll see the picture of Public Square. Click onto that and it'll take you directly into the app. That's takeyourpowerbackshow.com to access your Public Square app today and share your values with other freedom loving patriots. Now back to the Take Your Power Back Show. Well, hello there. Welcome back to Take Your Power Back with your Peak Performance Master Coach. Kim Yader. We've had the honor of talking with a mega dynamics author and warrior, Jamie Walden. And now joining us is the host of the Common Sense Show, Dave Hodges. We've got Jamie on standby, listening into the conversation because we're going to have a powerful, uh, I like to call it powwow in just a bit, but we want to get to know a little bit about Dave and Dave Stan. Dave Hodges, are you in the house? I'm in your house. Nice to be here. Oh, I'm so excited, Dave Hodges. You're in my house. I love it. (laughs) If you haven't seen Dave's Common Sense Show, you got to check him out. He is absolutely incredible. I want to share a little bit about Dave so that you guys get some context as the kind of warrior this gentleman is. Dave Hodges has published The Common Sense Show since 2012. He's a retired head men's basketball coach and psychology and statistics professor. Dave's show, The Common Sense Show, features a wide variety of important topics that range from the loss of constitutional liberties to the subsequent implementation of a police state under world governance to exploring the limits of human potential. The primary purpose of The Common Sense Show is to provide Americans with the tools necessary to reclaim both our individual and national sovereignty. Dave likes to say, waking up America one mind at a time, or is it life at a time, Dave? Well, actually, our catch line is waking up America one enslaved mind at a time. Much better to come from the horse's mouth. So good, Dave. Welcome to Take Your Power Back. I'm glad to be here. It's always good to talk to you. It's good meeting you back in March. Uh, It was terrific. But anyway, what are we going to talk about today? There's nothing going on. Well, I have to tell you. There's nothing happening in the world I know. Nothing. You know, I mean, the Georgia Guidestones kind of got blew up. I mean, we could talk about that. We're not going to go there. But, you know, there are some things that are definitely happening in the world. But I I had a couple questions for you. And by the way, it was an honor to hang with you in Dallas and powwow. And oh, my gosh, the end that we... I loved it. I was so activated. I'm like, that's it. It's time. The show's going live. <laughs> We're going to have Dave on. So Dave, here's my question for you right now. So your background is a men's basketball coach. By the way, I was a college basketball player. Love to play ball. So you were a psychologist. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that great? So what yeah. happened for you that you would go from, you know, being a men's basketball coach, a psychologist in stats professor to a freeing, a freedom-loving American that's really freeing up enslaved minds. Like, tell me more about that transition for you. Mm. I made the mistake of opening my mouth at a public meeting, <laughs> and uh, we, we were uh, having our property uh, subjugated by the state uh, at the least of John McCain, and they were trying to take away our property rights, eventually force us off our property over time. 
And uh, I spoke up at a meeting and I got kind of thrown into a leadership role and I became the spokesperson and started appearing on shows. And then the late Pete Peterson said, you know, you should really have a radio show. So I started on his show and uh, then the rest, they say, is history. Mm, I love it. So, you know, it's funny. You just said a few minutes ago, like, you know, there's nothing going on. What can we talk about? So let's talk a little bit about... I mean, we're hearing about the food crisis going on. We're hearing about manufacturing being bottlenecked. You know, the Pentagon, the Pentagon announcing that there's U- UFOs are real. We're hearing about the global emergency, Germany rationing hot water and room temperatures, the war zone shootings in Chicago on the 4th, air travel being challenged. What's there to talk about? And for what purpose is all of this happening, Dave Hodges? It's about the subjugation of the human race population reduction, and ushering in the satanic age of transhumanism. Wow, that's really big. How do we break that down into layman's terms? Because these seem like, it's like, okay, conspiracy. I mean, come on, can this really be happening? We just talked to Jamie about looking at what's happening through the context of what the Bible says, what the Bible teaches, the history, the learnings of the Bible. So tell us a little bit more. Well, I think that they're clearly going after the food. Um, and uh, here, the Watchmen, where you and I met, mm-hmm. I actually did a, a video presentation for them about six weeks ago. And I went through and listed a bunch of scriptures that talk about how we're going to be persecuted in the end days. And certainly, food and other critical resources is part of that. And the food supply is definitely under attack. On one end, they're destroying the, well, you can believe in coincidence if you want, but 42 food processing plants, excuse me, have been burned down since Joe Biden came into office. That's the first thing I think we need to look at. The second thing is the fertilizer lack of availability, uh, diesel fuel that may not be able to one day get crops to market because it'll be too expensive. I did a survey of my listeners, and I have a lot of truckers that listen to me and our podcast, and and I asked them, I said, what's your break-even point with diesel? At what point will you stop running? And the overwhelming number I heard was $8 a gallon. Well, we're certainly moving in that neighborhood. And when that happens, you're not going to have the just-in-time deliveries of the grocery stores. So we're going to get squeezed on that end. We're already seeing critical food shortages. Food inflation's out of control. And then on top of that, we got the Chinese through third-party proxy companies and Bill Gates, the same thing, buying up massive amounts of farmland. I don't know why I would say he's, they're trying to keep the food out of our hands. They're going to control us through food. That's, that's the first pillar of this attack, I think, is the control of the food supply. Gosh, okay, control. So what, what action can we take right now? How can people really be prepared? I think we need to um, get outside the system as much as possible in all ways possible. But uh, one of the things that we sell on our show is durable food because we really believe in the concept. I think one day they'll pass hoarding laws. Um, FEMA will enact hoarding laws and they'll try to come and get your food. But I would say have it and make a cat and mouse game out of it. Uh, Otherwise you're gonna be standing in line for, they've already told you what they're gonna feed you from the World Economic Forum. Bugs, right? They're gonna feed us plants, aquatics, and fake lab meat. And I read the chemical report on this. Oh my gosh, it's so disgusting. But that the control of the diet, the control of people through food is paramount 
to getting control of the population. And you can systematically reduce population too by, by inducing, you know, controlled malnutrition across the board. Just ask Stalin. He did it to 20 million Ukrainians. Mm, so do you think people, we the people are really going to accept this? I mean, do you think we're, I mean, I mean, I think of the frog in the pot, right? It's like, it's all happening, but because we're not looking through the right lens, we're, it's getting hotter and hotter. And before we know it, that frog is going to be boiled and we are the frog. So, I mean, do you think people are going to rebel? People are going to stand up? People are going to fight? I mean, yes. what do you, okay, tell me more. At some point, the people, we're already seeing an increased awareness. 90% of the people in this country, according to polls, say that we're on the wrong path. That's the first step to awareness that something is wrong. But they better wake up quick because I don't think we have a long time. But I would say this. But this is why there's such a push to get guns and get the guns that could stand off the authorities that they bring to get us uh, if we do rise up. Uh, the gun confiscation strategies of the left are paramount to what they need to accomplish. They cannot have a nation of armed, shall we say, dissidents. And uh, this is why they're going after the guns. They're going after the speech so we can't wake other people up. They're going after the guns. With the red flag laws, they've gone after search and seizure. That's gone. Uh, due process, that's gone. They're going to take your property. They've already told you. Janet Yellen's talked about unrealized income taxing, taxing you based on your home appreciation that they have caused. How many people can make those payments? Not many. So they're going after home property. They're going after everything. And people at one time are going to say enough is enough, and they're going to rise up. That's mm -hmm. why they got to control the ammunition. And they're going after the ammunition as well, too, but they're going to go after the ammunition. They're going after the guns. They're going after the food. They need total control. Mm, and I do it, believe them. Mm -hmm. Kim, I do believe them when they say in their writings yeah. they want to reduce the population by mm -hmm. 90%. Mm -hmm. This is what they constantly say, and I, and I take them at their word. Yep. I got it. I got it. So what can we do to gain our sovereignty? Because that's what I heard from you is important, right? Well, we outnumber them. And if we would invoke the power of the Lord, we outpower them. But unfortunately, we don't, we're like a sleeping giant. We don't realize our power. We don't realize what's there is available to us to stand up to this tyranny. And uh, some people think that this is the beginning of the tribulation. It may be, it may not be. I think certainly the potential is there, but that doesn't mean I think we should lay down and take our beating and accept it as an unavoidable event. Uh, so we need to encourage each other to stand up and say no, and we need to stop obeying edicts. We need to gain control of our local governments. Uh, Texas is leading the way. In the last two days, one Texas county said, we're going after the illegals that come into our county and we're deporting them. Five counties said they support it and they're going to move in that direction. And this morning, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas said we're going to join in this effort. So Texas is basically headed for a showdown with the federal government. And I think that this will galvanize a lot of people and wake a lot of people up. I'm, hope, I'm hopeful because right now we're just kind of laying down and taking our beating, even though we know things are terribly wrong. So good. I'm going to bring Jamie into this conversation. So we've had Jamie sitting there waiting to join in. I know he's so excited to say hello to you. Jamie, Dave Hodges, Dave Hodges, Jamie Walden. Hey, Dave. Good to be on with you again, brother. Same here, buddy. Um, uh, it hasn't been too long since we actually spoke, and we're going to be, Jamie's actually coming on my show 
on Friday morning. Oh, how and, funny uh, so, is that? <laughs> and no. you're in my neck of the woods right now, Dave. You're in Oceanside, not far from me in San Diego. That's right. I love it. Vacation. I love it. I love it. All right. So, so gentlemen, here's the deal. You know, I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. I got four kids. And yes, I've got the radio show. And this is, this is my space for people to step into their power, right? So I, I really want to make the most of this opportunity. I brought you guys on very specifically because of the warriors that both of you are. You don't get tired. You're tenacious. Both of you, you have not given up. And you're always looking for the next best step you can take. So what's the next best step that we can take today? One action step today. Because you give me the whole picture of everything I need to do. It's overwhelming. Okay, and if people are in lower brain, you know, Dave, psychology, lower brain, fight, flight, or freeze, they're going to do nothing. So what action step, I want to hear it from both of you guys, can we take today, one step forward today to shift what's happening? Jamie, you want to go first? Come on, Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) did you say one thing? (laughs) Start with, give me one, we'll go to two in a second, okay? (laughs) That's a tough one, okay, I... I, I do think the most important thing is to to start divorcing from um, maybe the the cultural norms and expectations that we got taught by our parentage. Uh, we, th- those norms don't exist anymore. And the America that you've been trained to um, exalt and place on a pedestal doesn't exist anymore. So in order to regain a sense of power and even, even a, a wisdom, right? Like knowledge begets understanding, understanding when applied begets wisdom. We have a lack of wisdom. So in order to get wisdom, we have to recalibrate and refocus our eyesight on truly what does have value. And we can't do that when we're in the muck and the mire of the culture that is bombarding us every day and taking from our families every day. Mm, so good. Divorcing from the culture of norms and expectations. I love it. Good, good. That's a do. All right. How about for you, Dave? Well, along the same lines, and, and I'm going to just really keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You have to decide whose law you're going to obey. Are you going to obey the uh, whim of the moment law that's coming out of Washington right now, where there is no moral basis? There is no legal basis for what they do. They just do what they want. The ends justifies the means. Or you can follow the Constitution, which was really inspired by the Word of God. In fact, it used to be in law school that every first-year law school student was told by their professors that the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, came from the Ten Commandments. Uh, And we need to decide whose law we're going to obey. Mm. And this invokes the notion of civil disobedience. You know, there was actually a pastor, and I'm not going to get into detail because I don't want to demean anybody, but he actually said, uh, Romans 13, that he may not be a godly man, but he's God's man, God's choice, and you got to do what he says. And I'm thinking, well, what if he tells us to go be concentration camp guards? I don't think so. We have to decide whose law we're going to follow. That's right. And that means engaging in civil disobedience. The gun laws, they just roll right off me. I don't care what they say. I'm going to do what I feel I need to do to protect my family. If they pass food hoarding laws or gold laws or something else, that's going to roll right off me. I could care less. I'm not obeying what they say because we are right now being ruled by satanic, illegitimate rulers in stolen election. <laughs> so the question is, whom will you serve? 
And I know I've chosen to serve the Lord. So this is powerful that we get to take action. So now let's let's transition a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, food and water. And there is a big event that shuts everything down. How can we be prepared? Now, listen, I know I can go and go get some prep food and all this, but like tactically, Jamie, let's start with you. What action steps can I take as a, as a, having a family to really have, make sure we're taken care of? Yeah. I mean, obviously there's, there's all kinds of tangible things. I actually tour the country and teach family emergency preparedness. So that's something that I do uh, apart from, you know, some of the other things that I have going on, just given my background is go and into churches and different venues and bring families together and teach basic family emergency preparedness for two days at a time. And, um, and it's, it's one of those things where we have the tangibles, right? Food, water, shelter, you know, these, these basics that we think of self-defense, you know, backup monetary supply, real money, whether it's gold, silver, or even just having paper money on hand. But here's, here's an attribute just tangibly, because I know you asked that what tangibly, especially you being in the San Diego area. Obviously, I lived in the San Diego area for a while when I was in the Marine Corps. I actually PD in mission. Um, I had a bunch of homies moved out there from from uh, Illinois, so we all lived out there together for a while. But um, the one of the most strategic assets that you could have be, besides the survival mindset and the warrior mindset is mobility, and nobody talks about mobility. Coming from my background and military law enforcement and fire EMS, without my vehicle, we were nothing. You're nothing without your vehicle. Same thing with practical preparedness. I think of mobility more than anything. Mobility gives you access to food and water. Mobility gives you access to safety. Mobility gives you access to creating distance between you and a a known threat. Mobility is one of those most significant things that a lot of people don't consider. So if you adequately prepare a family plan to include your vehicle as your primary on the go, uh, you know, get home bag or bug out bag or, or getting to the, to a family member's house that's not in an affected area in case of natural disasters or national emergencies, then you're, you just, you're so far ahead of the power curve that, you know, the general populace in your region won't have a clue what's going on and you're already outside the threat area. So that's just something tangibly that I always like to speak to is the concept of, of high mobility and, and having a vehicle that's prepared for mobility. That's so funny because, you know, that is the number one thing that's on my mind. It's mobility. I mean, come on, right? We're in San Diego. That's exactly what yeah. you said. You know, it's like those roadways. So things go down for three days and it's going to get nuts. We've got three days to shift make a move and not be near the city. That's what I would think. And mobility, the roadways are going to be nuts. So I, I, I'm like, do we get bikes? Do we get mountain bikes? Like, can you really have a vehicle to get to where you need to go in San Diego? How many roadways do we really have out? Well, and the, and the thing is, too, is not having a normalcy bias that goes, oh, okay, it's a little hiccup. There's a rolling brownout just downtown. It's just affecting downtown. So, you know, it's just a normal ebb and flow. That stuff happens. See, our normalcy bias, and actually, the number one attribute of, of people who don't do well in emergency situations is actually fear of looking foolish. That's why they don't do and they don't act because they they, they're so fearful of looking foolish to their family members or to their friends that they won't act. So, uh, uh, you know, crushing our normalcy bias and going, okay, yeah, there's a little hiccup in this region of, 
of, you know, the San Diego, greater San Diego area, we're going, we're pushing out, we're going to Big Bear, you know, or whatever. Like we're, we're heading up that way. We're just getting out of the urban environment because it's always instantaneous gridlock. And I've traveled the world doing emergency disaster response. Mm -hmm. Um, And every single thing in every country, including domestically centered around mobility. And so it's, it's one of, it is, probably the, the most significant uh, preparedness item that, again, is, is usually the last thing that people consider. Mm, so good. So good. Dave, let's talk a little bit about the looking foolish, okay? Psychology background, right? I'm a master coach, master practitioner in neurolinguistic programming, timeline therapy, and hypnosis. You've got a psychology background. Let's put it together. How do we help people overcome the fear of looking foolish and standing in faith rather than in fear? Well, if you're following in faith, you shouldn't have to worry what other people think. And the fear of looking foolish comes from that. And so people have to learn how to divorce themselves from the good opinion of other people. And they need to ask themselves, what do I need in this moment? What am I going to need? I always like to say food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, tools. I agree with Jamie about the mobility part. I would also add communication in there as well. Um, these are all essential elements, but I think we also need to anticipate what's coming. So communication is really important. And I'm going to give you what I think is a marker that could be coming on the same day. And this is about six weeks ago, mm-hmm. Fox news played a clip of Nancy Pelosi. And she said, if the Republicans win the midterms, we won't respect the election because they'll destroy democracy on the same day. I discovered that there's an organization called the DCCC, and it's campaign dues organization, and they move the money around to help uh, candidates in close elections. Well, the top 55 Democrats had not contributed one dime. And I'm talking, you know, the squad, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, they hadn't put a dime in. And what I'm really beginning to consider is knowing that they can't probably cheat enough to win an election, I think they have to stop the election. And they have to stop the election by a horrific event. Yeah. Uh, could be could be a war, could be a nuclear war. We're certainly posturing for that. We're we're not trying to de escalate, we're trying to escalate. I would say that's that's uh, probably a good part of it. Or just try to get a civil war started. I mean Roe v. Wade it's fizzling because most people are more worried about putting food on the table and mm-hmm. gas in the tank than they are about abortion. So that's fizzled for them and it hasn't worked, but they're looking to upset the apple cart in any way that they can. I think war is their final trump card. And you mentioned something earlier too, and I'm going to throw this out to you and this sounds bizarre, but Doug Thornton and I, former DHS guy, he's known to Jamie. Um, we've looked at the uh, Pentagon and what they've said about, Alien acknowledgments, okay, alien craft acknowledgments. Well, (laughs) I've heard about this from my father since 1985. Project Bluebeam, a fake alien invasion, and now we have the technology to fake it, and that would get people to unify under one house, mission accomplished, new world order in place. And that may sound far-fetched to your audience, but why after 60 years of total denial on the UFO issue, is now the Pentagon embracing this. To me, I think this could be their, their, their final option, you know, their doomsday option. Gosh. You know, well, I'll tell you, that's what's been on my mind too. So look up Project Blue Beam. If you don't know what it is, look it up. 
Jamie, 10 seconds, your final words to the people here that you want to leave them. And then Dave, I'm going to move over to you and we're going to close up the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a biblical worldview, we're commanded when we begin to see all these things taking place, we don't cower, we don't hide, we don't shut ourselves in our prayer closets waiting for the wrath of God to pass us by. We stand up and we look up for our redemption draws nigh. We're called to redeem the time for the days are evil. So it's time for the people of God to get to work, not to start shuttering themselves in. Be poured out, be prodigal, be unrestrained towards the Lord and towards the saving of souls because he's been that way towards you. So it's time to shake the sleep from our eyes and actually get in a fight and a knowing of our God. Come on, Dave Hodges, 10 seconds. Give it to me. Well, I agree, and I can't really expand on that, except <laughs> you've got to choose which side you're on, and to, to not choose is to make a choice. And you really only have two choices, and Jamie just elucidated the one that people should make. Dave Hodges and Jamie Walden, a true blessing. Thank you for the warriors that you are. And thank you to our freedom fighters, both of you, Jamie Walden and Dave Hodges, and to our audience, our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us every Saturday at 11 a.m. at the Take Your Power Back show. To sponsor our show and support our sponsors, please go to TakeYourPowerBackShow.com. That's TakeYourPowerBackShow.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms, including Rumble, Public Square, and CloudNet. All righty, my freedom-loving patriots, it's now up to you. You heard the word today. Get to work. You get to choose to step into your leadership and allow your voice to be heard. Choose your side. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And remember that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to the very end of the day until Christ Jesus. This is your Peak Performance Breakthrough Coach, Master Coach Kim Yader signing out and may God bless you abundantly. Take your power back. Thank you for joining us for the Take Your Power Back show. Join us next Saturday at 11 a.m. as Peak Performance Breakthrough Coach Kim Yader speaks to other freedom-loving Americans that are making a positive impact in the world by standing in truth amid adversity. Listen in weekly and learn how to take your power back in your freedom, in your personal and professional life, in technology and creativity, and in your faith. Be encouraged. Be inspired. Be transformed as you step into your power and take action in your leadership and allow your voice to be heard. Together, let's take your power back. To sponsor and support the Take Your Power Back show, go to TakeYourPowerBackShow.com. That's TakeYourPowerBackShow.com and take your power back. Hey, stop what you're doing. Are you frustrated because you feel like you're not performing at the level that you know you're absolutely capable of? Are you feeling anxious and not taking action because of fear? Are you sick and tired of feeling stuck? Then this program is a fit for you. Hi, I'm Kim Yader, Peak Performance Coach, and I've had well over 25 years of coaching sessions with high performers just like you who want to take their life and their performance to the next level. I've created a step-by-step process that takes you from A to Z from our self-assessment strategy roadmap to our breakthrough release blueprint. 
I've helped people from all walks of life and I can absolutely help you. So if you're feeling anxious, frustrated, or stuck, and you're not performing at your peak, unlock your life now and perform at your peak. Go to unlockyourlifecoach.com and set a time with me for a complimentary strategy session. Unlockyourlifecoach.com and unlock your life now. Welcome to the tribe. El Gringo Hot Sauce Tried and True. Made for those heat aficionados and sagacious connoisseurs that like their palates tantalized. Hot Sauce made for you, the common man, but also the sophisticated. Made in small batches and slow roasted to give you that sense of nostalgia you get when eating home-cooked meals, while also that gourmet flavor and consistency you find at a five-star restaurant. Bottom line is, we love what we do. We hope you enjoy our infectiously superb fruit-infused hot sauce. Bold with flavor, just the perfect amount of heat. Go forth bravely and share some sauce. El Gringo, can you take the heat? Go to elgringohotsauce.com and place your order today. That's elgringohotsauce.com, San Diego's best hot sauce.